Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. Podcasts for anyone into fitness, especially all you fasting fiends out there. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Bar Path Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. So we've done a podcast on fasting in general before, benefits and drawbacks, etc. But today we wanted to talk specifically about training while fasted. Yeah, I feel like we get this question a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- is it okay to train fasted? Should I train fasted? Will I lose less body fat if I train fasted? I feel like that's the biggest reason why people want to mm-hmm. try it because they think it'll change help their body. Yeah, change their body composition yeah. or help get them leaner quicker, which isn't the case, which we'll go over. So yeah, yeah. Fasted training, all that means is an individual engages in either strength training or cardio training in the morning before eating any food after not eating overnight, right? So at you know, if you get up in the morning and you work out and you don't eat anything, you're probably fasting around like 10 to 12 hours at that point, just depending how long you slept and what time you went to bed and what time you stopped eating the night before. So I think this fasted training, specifically fasted cardio, got overhyped a few years ago. Excuse me. It was all the rage to wake up in the morning and like hop on the treadmill or something. The thinking that is, is that if you do cardio before you eat anything, you will tap into your fat stores instead of using glycogen stores, which would lead to more fat loss, right? However, this isn't the case. So yes, you are burning more fat as fuel, but so you're using the fat as a fuel source, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily coming from your body fat stores, okay? So fat burning, so using fat for fuel is not the same thing as losing body fat, okay? So just keep that in mind. So fasted cardio increases the chance or increases fat burning during exercise, but so, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit, a little bit more, but this is compensated for by it reduces the, the fat burning during the rest of the day, right? So fed cardio if you if, let so you, if you eat something before you do cardio, it burns less fat during exercise. But again, this is compensated by increased fat burning during the rest of the day. So the net difference there is zero. So we'll talk about that because I feel like maybe that didn't make sense to so some people. This but. is similar to the fat burning zone myth, right? So you probably heard that or seen on a treadmill or an old sign from back in the day yeah. that if you work out or if you're doing cardio and you're doing it in the zone of sixty to seventy percent of your max heart rate that that's your fat burning zone, right? Uh-huh. Um, so yes and no, right? Like yeah. it's a myth because you you actually do utilize more fat for fuel during these intensities mm-hmm. and intensities above 70% shift into using more carbohydrates as, fu- as fuel. But the reality is your body compensates for this during the rest of the day post-workout and balances out. So there's no more of a benefit. There is that zone where you burn more fat um, for fuel or you use more fat for fuel, but your post-exercise metabolism and physiology balances out. So your body basically like recalibrates how much fat and carbohydrate you burn over a 24 hour period. Mm -hmm. So you always end up burning the same amount of each of those things each day, regardless of what you do during your workout. Yeah. So like if you burn more fat or you use more fat as fuel during your workout, then your body is going to prioritize one thing versus if you you burned more carbs during your workout, your body's going to prioritize another thing the rest of the day. So it all balances out. So it's bullshit. Yeah. Our body, net zero. Our bodies are really fucking smart. Yeah. So what, when it comes down to losing body fat, that comes down to a caloric deficit and you can create that either through your diet or through more movement or, and, or both. Okay. So it's just, I feel like, you know, the fitness industry, they love to take, 
you know, one thing and oh, because it's fat burning and you're using fat for fuel. Oh, it's easy to say fat burning and kind of hype it up as you'll get leaner this way. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't you know, it's just one of those trends in fitness, which I don't think it's a bad thing to train fasted. Like some people prefer that. Some people don't. But I think it just got way too overhyped. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I don't know, maybe when we were at Loyola like 10 years ago or almost 10 years ago at this point. And I just feel like it was a thing back then. Mm -hmm. Like maybe that was around the time. But anywho, I think, you know, there when it comes to the benefits of fasted cardio, I like it because it keeps someone consistently moving their body in a routine fashion. Right. So I liked when it well. I like that it's a thing because, you know, if someone isn't going to walk for an hour in the morning, but they think that they're going to burn more fat doing it and it motivates them to get up every morning and walk. Cool. Like whatever, do that. I, it's just, it's not going to do what you think it, it does. I think I just prefer, or I prefer to think of it as, okay, if it will keep you consistently strength training or doing your cardio training first thing in the morning, then great, do it. I, you know, working at gyms, you see the same people in the morning versus at night, right? The gym is generally like, you know, it's busier in that like four to five to 6 p.m. range, but you'll see the same people at 6 a.m. every single morning. And those people just like, they have their routine, they get up, they do their thing. I don't know if they're training fasted or not, but that's just, I'm trying to illustrate like getting up, doing the thing Mm -hmm. without eating. That's just like your routine and it becomes a routine in the morning. So I personally like to do both cardio and strength training fasted first thing in the morning. And I'm not doing this because, oh, I like think I'm going to get leaner. I just prefer it and it is what helps keep me consistent i just you know it's very routine for me to wake up and do whatever workout i have programmed for the day and i don't like to eat before i work out i just prefer not to so this is again where i like the fasted training route if someone finds it keeps them more consistent so yeah as far as cardio goes there are potentially drawbacks right like you probably will bring a little less intensity Mm -hmm. to your cardio if in if you aren't fed versus specifically if you had carbohydrates i know that like for, for cardio specifically, the intensity can be a lot higher when you have carbohydrates. Um, and there's also the drawback of, you know, there's there's more potential for muscle breakdown mm-hmm. during fasted cardio yeah. versus non-fasted cardio. Um, there was a study from 2014 that was done on young females. Finally. Females. And <laughs> it looked at their body composition and fasting. And the study actually indicated that body co- composition changes associated with aerobic exercise in conjunction with a lower calorie diet right, are similar regardless whether or not you're fasted. So it doesn't actually seem to make much difference overall at all in body composition, whether you're training fasted when you do cardio or not. Yeah. And I would say that the reduction in intensity as as far as cardio goes, that will only generally matter if you're doing like hit cardio or like more high intensity cardio. Like I feel like you can wake up and like do like an incline walk on a treadmill without fuel and still there's not much intensity needed there is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, yeah, like in your more like aerobic quote unquote fat burning zone, like we talked about earlier at that like 60 to 70% intensity, you're probably going to be fine. But again, if you're waking up and you're doing high intensity interval training, like, yeah, your, your performance is probably going to be reduced. So, Mm -hmm. and pretty much all of what we talked about applies for fasted strength training as well. So you're just, going to notice um, more so as far as like your performance, a reduction in performance, if especially if you're lifting pretty heavy, pretty heavy loads, if you train fasted, right? So optimally, 
you're probably going to want to get in some protein and carbs before your workout in the morning if you can, you know, if you can, just to make sure you're one, sparing muscle and trying to do or, and or trying to reduce any risk of or potential risk of losing muscle. And really, it's for the the fuel for your yeah. performance, right? If you're lifting, you know, if you're doing heavy squats that day, some carbs and protein, you're going to get some more fuel, right? So, uh, you know, I think the solid general advice is is to probably eat before you train in general. I just feel like most people will feel better and they'll have better performance that way. But like I said, I train fasted and I haven't noticed any muscle loss at all training this way. And I'm not saying I do, I don't do a lot of like a ton of cardio, but you know, I strength train four days a week and I probably do like one day of cardio per week. And I don't know, like, I can't tell you why I haven't really noticed any muscle loss, but I'm I think it's because I just get in enough protein consistently on a daily basis. Like I'm eating an optimal amount of protein. I don't know if it's because I have certain genetics that play a role or if I've just trained my body to, to work out this way. You know, I've been doing it for years. But yeah, I really do think it's just like eating enough in general, eating enough protein every single day. And I think that's going to play the biggest role as far as reducing the risk of muscle loss if you train fasted. But for most people, I would say at least get in some protein before if you're worried about losing muscle. So. Yeah. And if we want to look at the research as far as uh, fasting and strength training in particular when it comes to performance, mm-hmm. um, there was actually a very recent study published. This study looked at men fasting during Ramadan and they were split into two groups. So there was one group who trained fasted in the late afternoon. So they were actually strength training in a fasted state. Mm-hmm. And another group trained in the evening after they were fed. And what they found, and I believe that this test was based on squats. I need to go back and look at the, the study again. But they found that the group that trained during their feeding windows, the ones that were fed after they had some fuel, they got significantly stronger mm-hmm. um, than the group that trained fasted. So according to the study, you're most likely better off training fed if your schedule allows for it and it won't impact your consistency, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, in gen- like this is why I said in general, you're, mm-hmm. if you can... If you have enough time, like it just depends on the person, right? Like some people, like their lives are hectic and they have to like wake up and train and that's the only time they get. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough time <clears throat> for them to sit down and eat a meal, right? And like, wait, wait for it to digest and then, you know, do their squats or whatever. So, you know, like, I, like I've said before, don't make perfect the enemy of good. Like perfect scenario, if you want to, or if you want like the optimal workout, I guess, is to get some protein and carbs in, but you know, life doesn't really work out that way. I don't really feel like I have enough time to sit down and eat and then wait to, for it to digest and then train. But, you know, everyone's different. If you can do it, do it. You know, if, or if you can eat in the morning, then you have some time in the afternoon to train, whatever you prefer. Just whatever keeps you consistent. That's the most important thing. So but I will say like there, the fasted training in general, you know, like I said in the beginning, people do it because they think, that it's going to help them lose body fat quicker or something like that. And there's a potential for disordered eating and or behaviors when it comes down to this. So we talked about we talked about that in our fasting podcast, right? The, you know, like it's especially like the benefits and drawbacks of fasting. But like we talked about in that podcast, fasting is not magical for fat loss. So be really careful if this is you, if you've had some disordered eating in the past, if you know, if this kind of triggers you, even though it's a small part of your day, it can potentially trigger you. So I would, you know, if if you do have that trigger, keep saying trigger, but if you do have it, maybe just 
eat a little bit like a snack or something before you train if you do train in the morning that way you're like okay i can do this like i'm gonna eat before i train and you feel a little bit better about it but yeah that's just my opinion so yeah as far as what's optimal for one person right it's it's always going to be different than what's optimal for the next person so mm-hmm. Like if it, it helps you to get up and work out right away, then train fasted. Fine. Mm-hmm. Because we'd rather you have consistency than no consistency. Exactly. <laughs> because obviously you won't have any benefit if right. you don't yeah. actually work out. Yeah. And I if you're if you're newer to strength training or even cardio training, I would recommend avoiding training fasted, at least at first, because the longer you train, the more your body will learn how to adapt to different stressors you throw at it. So you'll learn what it feels like to do a strength training workout. You'll learn what it feels like to do a cardio focused workout. So your body will learn how to adapt to different stressors in different training environments and conditions. And then once you've got, you know, six months to a year under your belt, you're probably can, you know, you you're consistent at this point, you know, like what you, what, you eat before that makes you feel good or if you if you've experimented with not eating or if you just have had sessions where you couldn't eat and you felt really good like you'll you'll have had the opportunity to play around with that but at first your body is just learning all these new things like it's it's gaining all these neuromuscular like adaptations so i would just eat give yourself some fuel because it's all going to feel new and different so eat, even if it's first thing in the morning, have a little snack if you can just to, you know, fuel yourself because you're going to need it because you're doing a lot of like brain intensive work too, like trying to think about everything and your body's working in a different way. So yeah, I would, that's what I would recommend. And that's what I generally tell my clients who are fairly new. But again, like Heather just said, consistency is the key to everything. And if that's just not you, it's not you. So mm-hmm. Yep. So looking at these recent studies, if we look at body composition, we see that the evidence points to there is really not a huge benefit as far as fasting versus non-fasting. And when we look at performance, there is potentially a benefit to train when fed. So according to these studies, you get more bang for your buck if uh, when it comes to strength and performance, if you're training when fed. But what matters most, we believe, is getting enough protein and calories in general throughout your day um, if you want to maintain and or improve your muscle mass. And that's what we preach all the time. We're- so ladies, <laughs> I feel like mostly <laughs> ladies listen to this. We talk about it all the time. You need to build. Eat, so eat and build. Eat before you train if you can and do the thing what do you like to do i feel like you're kind of like oh, I'm all, over, all the over the place. place yeah so like do you prefer training so i fasted or no i, I actually perform a lot better if i eat like an hour and a half maybe two hours before uh-huh. that seems to be ideal for me and yeah. i can't but the problem with me is i can't actually test this theory because mm-hmm. i'm so inconsistent with the times i work out uh, like yesterday yeah. i went to the gym at two o'clock oh that's yeah random. and i did my uh accessory day it was mostly upper body and then i swam mm. after that for the first time in months which was awesome mm, nice and it felt really good yeah and i don't know if that's because it was two o'clock yeah or because i had a couple of meals right yeah. like I, I don't know and mm-hmm. because i changed my workout time all the time like sometimes it's morning sometimes it's night you'll see a video of me on instagram at yeah. 9 p.m like i can't actually test the theory about yeah. food but yeah. i think I I do better when I eat a little bit. I feel like that's generally how people feel. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say it's because of the time because most people have that like lull in the afternoon, like around two. Mm -hmm. So I bet it's because you had meals. Mm -hmm. But I wonder like 
if you were to just have one meal and then wait an hour and a half and then train mm-hmm. versus like if you had like two or three meals, like would you feel even better? Or would you know I, I feel mean? sluggish because it's so exactly. much? Exactly. Yeah. So like there's probably a sweet spot. I feel like mm-hmm. I heard on another fitness podcast, whoever was talking, they were like, they ex- they used to compete in bodybuilding. They were experimenting mm-hmm. so much. They knew exactly how many meals and exactly like the amount of carbs that made them feel amazing. And if they had too much, they would feel sluggish. If they had too little, they wouldn't feel the right like performance effects Mm -hmm. from it. So I just, but that's like, that's like a bodybuilder, like a pro bodybuilder. They They have have all their variables in line. Uh Like they can actually like, yeah isolate certain things right they're doing everything right yeah and also like did you get a good night of sleep that day I, or yeah the night I, before? honestly probably not but i do Who think knows? i do think it like all of that comes into play but yeah the the, the fuel will definitely help but it's like you, you know if you have the time you can experiment with that and like try one meal try no meals try three meals try two meals and but most people don't have the time. Most people are probably like, okay, cool. Shut the fuck up. Like I have like small <laughs> children and I have 30 minutes to work out every day. Right. Like what are you even talking about? Yeah. But for those who don't and you like are really trying to optimize, like you'll just have to experiment for yourself and see like what you find is optimal because that's different for every person. I just feel like I would be, if I had two meals in me, I would probably feel a little bit sluggish. Yeah, I could do like a small meal, like snackish kind of meal, like a small like mm-hmm. protein and carbish meal. Mm-hmm like yogurt or something and i would feel okay because like yogurt i don't feel like it sits in my stomach yeah like or i have to digest that digest it for a super long amount of time but i just like to train with nothing in my stomach but anyways yeah i digress okay yeah yeah all right awesome well i guess that's it yeah that's it this is a shorter one but i feel like we get the question a lot and i feel like it was a little bit more in depth than like a q a question yeah so we wanted to just talk about it a little bit on it All right. If you like this podcast, share it with all your fasted training and non-fasted training friends. And you can eat while you're writing us a review or you cannot (laughs) eat while you're writing us a review. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts and join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend. And if you want to open up a discussion on this, uh, throw a post up in the group. And what else? Follow us on the social meeds. Yep. At at Bar Path Fitness. Really just on Instagram. Yep. But mostly we're active in the Facebook group. Yes. I don't know, over 900. So oh, that's a lot. Good discussions that happen now yeah. with more yeah. people. So yeah. join it and talk to us because we're your best friends. <laughs> okay. Peace out.